0: Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host David Duncan, and with me is co-host
1: Brian. And how you how doing, me? David? Doing good, doing good. How about you, man? Oh, you know, probably eleven out of ten. Eleven, 11 out of 10. ten, as always. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, it's a pretty good day. Pretty good day, I think. So today yes. we're going to be talking about a bit of peacemaker. We're going to be making the peace in the in the podcast and the show. That's what we're we're just peaceful people. Is what we are. But before hill. we get to that, we got news, news, news. What? News? Well, not really news. More of what, a statement. What,
0: what news? A do
1: we have first. So, Silent Hill is a video game. Is it? It it's, is. It's not a hill that has no one on it. That doesn't. It. it might be. It, it's also that too. It's also a hill that with nobody on it. But the domain for Silent Hill dot com, uh, expired. And some some guy decided to spend nine thousand dollars of his own money to buy the domain. And all he has on there right now is if you go to silenthill.com is a tweet from the guy that created Pyramid Head saying, I wish I never created Pyramid Head. And that's all I got. That's my okay. statement. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Thank you for listening to my statement. That's that's interesting. Um Yeah, I didn't really have anything. I
0: mean, as far as gaming news, I mean, you mentioned this before the show, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was announced, which is like, it just feels too soon after Arceus came out and how neither of us wanted to play Arceus because it looks bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we still don't really know, or maybe we do know, but based on the trailer that we saw, I don't, it still could be like Sword and Shield. They didn't show like gameplay or anything, or maybe they did. I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm I kind of sure, like
1: half watched it. Do you, you think you think they're gonna like uh, bring Gigantamaxing back? <laughs> Probably. Who knows? What's the worst possible option? That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> <Worst> <laughs> Whatever the worst options. possible option is. Well, I don't know. The, uh, yeah, they they do
0: a lot of gimmick. I wish Pokemon would just kind of stick to something and like and go with it instead of like introducing a new
1: gimmick every every generation. Um, well, I'm fine with Arceus. It's just that they needed to, you know, it? maybe maybe wait. Like, five years before they released it? I don't know. This, this new game, Scarlet and Violet, it looks better than Arceus
0: already. And this has got to be really early footage, which is bizarre.
1: Well, did you remember seeing the early footage for Arceus? That thing was running at five frames a second.
0: Yeah, so, and it so, was
1: even more barren, empty. It was like a desert wasteland, and now it's like a desert wasteland with like a couple trees around. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen
0: the videos of Arceus? Or when you're when you're like flying, uh, the Pokemon still move at
1: like five frames a second, or like that's like oh, stop motion no. animation
0: when you're far away. Oh,
1: no, yeah, can't say I have, but I will say I still am blown away that this companies c- can just keep getting away with it because Pokemon fans. Respect Pokemon more than they respect themselves
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, earlier this week i found the, it's the in the the trailer for um uh sword and a sword and shield, for for violet and scarlet the names are getting stranger and stranger we're, we, we went the sword and shield now we're back to colors.
1: Yeah, we're just going on. Well, they're just going with whatever feels right at the time. Whatever the CEO of the Pokemon company has behind him on the desk, they're like, oh, hey, that sounds good." So they had like a drift, a drift bloom, or what? The one, the purple one. Yeah, they're like, "That's a good place to start." We'll start there. We'll start Violet. there. That one it's going to be called Violet. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about the other one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So he just had a sword and shield one day. It's like,
1: yeah, he just had a sword and shield from we... uh Zelda. That he had the master's sword. Yeah. yeah, and the and the shield, and that's can just we... how they came up with that. Because the Zelda people came to talk to him, and they're like, "Hey, why does Arceus look so bad?"
0: Well, and we should then... do. Uh, hopefully, they'll do uh, Pokemon Nunchuck and Bow Bowstaff. I would. That would be pretty
1: cool. Or I'll Nunchuk buy that. game.
0: Nunchuck and Sai. Yeah, we can like just can get like two of the Ninja Pokemon
1: Turtles. Pokemon Guillotine and Torture Ox, where you like <laughs> Pokemon I don't know.
0: Pokemon Iron Maiden and Guillotine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: pokemon <laughs> guillotine and iron maiden <laughs>
0: pokemon rack and uh, rack and iron maiden yeah i'll get that G- i mean Guillotine would- kills you uh the other two torture you actually iron maiden probably kills you too
1: uh, you i know. wouldn't want to participate in any of them
0: tomato, tomato. It, it sounds like you're like maybe i'll do this no no not, pokemon I'm not going waterboard <laughs> pokemon waterboarding and pokemon uh <laughs> And it
1: has uh, a strong that, that's the legendary. The legendary is a water type.
0: Yeah, and then and then the, the it, it, it's a it's it's a companion one is is Pokemon, um you know cremation or it's cremation. A fire, cremation. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah waterboarding cremation. It says it's the fire type Pokemon. Yeah, its mouth is just a.
1: The, they cremation. show the animation for it in game where that just like <laughs> drops a towel on the Pokemon's face, and the other one just like hydro pumps at it. <laughs>
0: I mean they did some wacky <laughs> stuff with the Pokemon, the Pelican that eats the Pokemon and spits Pokemon at other
1: Pokemon. Oh, Cronnot. Craw- Cronnot Crawd- or whatever. Crawdot. Yeah, that's a great Pokemon. If anybody doesn't know what that is, look it up. It looks <laughs> fantastic and I want one.
0: <laughs> like Yamper. It's the it's only Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon I want.
1: I don't want Yamper. No Yampers allowed. No I'll yampers. have my Knot eat it all. No Yampers were harmed in the in the, in the making of this. No, no yamper, Well, they don't exist, so <laughs> and they shouldn't. So you know, it works out in everybody's favor, I guess. All right, uh, but it's kind of a light week on news as
0: far as uh, other news. There is a, it's, uh, the real life news is really heavy and awful right now. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. um But uh you know, video game and entertainment news. I don't remember much else. Yo. That's all we got going on right now.
1: But to the main but topic. Yes. Peacemaker. Peacemaker is written. By the one, the only James Gunn, who I am a big fan of. Because you love Slither so much. <laughs> yeah, I love Slither. Uh, your favorite, yeah, your favorite James Gunn it. piece is Slither. Yeah, that's that's definitely it. One hundred percent. I just
0: love you just pumping up James Gunn and you just hate Slither.
1: I I Slither's mean I don't have to good. love everything he's made. Is that how it works? Yeah. Is that if you like something if you like one person, Absolutely. you have to like everything. Everything. Okay, Every, they can't miss. So, as soon as you like somebody, you have to like it and no matter <laughs> what. I'll die on this hill. Yeah, no, Saying that, that, everything they do is amazing. No, no, it's fine. I mean, but
0: Slither was fine. I enjoyed it. I'm mostly a big Nathan Fillion fan, which is why I enjoyed Slither. So, if he
1: wasn't in it, would you like it? It would have definitely took a point or two off. So, it would have gone like a four out of 10 to like one. Probably something like that. No, I give it like a six or seven. It was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Fine. Well, before we always start, we have to rate Peacemaker. It's an important process we have going on here. Very technical and high calculation abilities. That's a word. Anyway, David, Peacemaker, directed by James Gunn, eight episodes. What do you rate it? Uh I'm gonna go with a nine. I really enjoyed this show. Like, there I there's almost nothing
0: I didn't like. I mean, like it's not a perfect show by any means, but like I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Uh probably the best show I've seen in a while. I mean, it's up there with probably new shows like The Boys, um, The Expanse, as far as relatively new shows that are good. Like this this was fantastic. I I, I love this show a lot. How about you?
1: Well, you know, we normally end up taking a more cynical uh, path on the things we talk about. However, that being said, today is not going to be one of those days because I also am going to give it a nine out of ten. The show is great. I think everybody should watch it. And I, it's weird because I, besides you and one other person, I don't know anybody else who's watched it. Really, nobody. I don't. I don't know if it's because. It's just on HBO Max and people don't have HBO Max or whatever the case is. But I know, if you probably, haven't seen it, watch
0: that's it. probably the biggest uh, strike against it being on HBO Max. Uh, yeah. Jeff Heller, our friend we had on last week, he's only seen a couple episodes. He's loving it so far, but he hasn't. He's not super far into it last
1: I spoke Yeah, I think pretty much Netflix still has a hold on pretty much all like streaming platforms. Yeah. I don't know what the percentages are for who has what or whatever, but like. Netflix is probably still on top, and I would imagine HBO Max is probably down there pretty far in terms of like how many people have it. I know Disney Plus is really struggling, but HBO—I don't know—they might be doing good, they might be doing bad. But I've—you're the only other person I know that really watched Peacemaker. I mean, it's—it it, you should definitely watch it. It's really weird
0: because like pacing, I, I, pacing TV versus versus movies different. The show I thought was perfectly paced. For, for like a TV show, I mean it 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 all worked really well, and um, all the supporting cast was really great and a lot of fun, and in this yes. in this show, like I, I really don't have like anything you know overall negative to say. Really, it, I just I wish it was longer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it kept going forever, like
0: And the and narratively, the jokes in this show, like a couple of them had a pe- had, like were. Or came up in episode one and had payoff in episode eight. I mean, like. Things,
1: well, that's James Gunn. Things, that's aren't James written, James things aren't
0: written this well anymore. Like, James so, Gunn. So, so Thank many you, James things, Gunn. So many things are train wrecks where they can't even remember what happened from one episode to another episode. But there is at least two references that came up in either episode one or two that were definitely had payoff in episode eight, which was like, oh, my God, this is this is great. This is absolutely great. I, I love it when you do a Chekhov's gun correctly.
1: Thank you, James Gunn. Well, and also, just to you know, since I'm still like James Gunn, and use yeah, the what you're saying is James Gunn's work. Uh, this dude wrote uh, Peacemaker before Suicide Squad. He knew for some reason, like he was like, "Yeah, this is just gonna work," which was awesome. Like that, it was Peacemaker was pretty much filmed, but after. Suicide Squad came out before the show was even announced. Like they were, this was coming out regardless, and he just James Gunn just knew something. He just saw something, a a twinkle in John Cena's eye, saying, "You're going to be in a TV show, son, and you're going to do great. <laughs> and
0: it's not going to be a wrestling TV show.
1: It's not going to be wrestling, but you are going to still be like super jacked and super muscular because you're going to do a lot of steroids still. But we will that's not remove the it.
0: steroids from you."
1: Do not remove the steroids. You, he, I'm sure he works out a lot, but like you, definitely he's definitely on steroids.
0: I, I, anyway, I, I, I'm, would you I, say? I'm not
1: uh, gonna go on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> would Would you say this is the best DC EU content made so far? They got a weird like cinematic universe, I guess, but in some a lot of things don't connect. But would you say, in at least in modern. Modern times with it in the, I don't know, last 10 years, 100%. five years. 100%. The
0: best. Is the best DCEU thing. And it's better than most Marvel EU TV shows, honestly. I feel like this show does more for the the overall world building of DCEU than most of the Marvel shows do. Because, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier just... And they just it they took a really long time to to give to give uh the Falcon the shield, even though he had the shield at the end of Endgame. They just hey, let's do like eight episodes and about how he gives up the shield and gets it back, and so he's basically in the same spot he was. So The closest
1: thing to this it, for Marvel in terms of T V shows, I think, was probably the first half of WandaVision and then Loki is per- Loki's closer. I'm nothing's above Peacemaker, I don't yeah, think. But those piece, are the two piece, that I think of. Like the top tier of what Marvel has put out in terms of TV shows. This surpasses even that.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's it was was so great builds the lore. And it's got a very the boys vibe. If you yeah, it's very the, adult. If you liked the boys, you'll probably like this because it, it's so similar in tone to the boys, even though like
1: I'm not I'm not gonna say yeah. I'm gonna I'm going to speak for you and I'm going to take probably out of that sentence and I'm going to say, will. if you liked, if, if you liked the boys, you will like Peacemaker. It's not probably, there's no reason why you wouldn't. They're very tonally the same type of show, very adult, very, you know, bloody and gory type of stuff, uh, jokes all of it's pretty much the same, except it now is in DC and not the boys or whoever owns the boys. I have no idea. It's pretty much the same thing. Like there's they're dealing with a lot of heavy topics. There's I mean, Peacemaker's father, for example, is something that can't be in movies. You would not be able to put Peacemaker's father. I don't know how much we want to get into Peacemaker's uh father, but you know he's, I guess because he, he's spoil the T
0: one thousand from the future. He he turns into liquid metal. What? T one
1: thousand. That's the same actor, Robert Patrick. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know too much <laughs> about that guy's work. Anyway, yeah, he, he's like this, like super, like Nazi man. Who's his, his father in the comics w- was a
0: Nazi, and after he died, Peacemaker sees visions of him. So they're staying true to the comics, and and that that Peacemaker is starting to see visions of his of his father. I I didn't know this watching the show. I did research on Peacemaker after watching the show, and it's that it's kind of following those kind of beats where, like you know father's dead now he seems like he's kind of going crazy seeing visions of his father um his other backstory stuff in the comics makes him seem like he's like kind of smart like he's like a lawyer for the government or something like, like in, in Peacemaker Ooh, Peacemaker's like kind of, father? no Peacemaker himself Peacemaker, Peacemaker oh he's not a like he would
1: is way yeah, really smarter be a in, in the
0: comics than he is in the in the
1: show. Since since his yeah, father, no, they, dumbed all this stuff. They, they dumbed him down. Yeah, they dumbed him down. They
0: dumbed him down. Which which I mean they is fine. It, it's it's well, it's I prefer.
1: I guess I prefer this. If I want to see a lawyer, I'll watch Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that moving on from his father, I think we'll circle cool back to that. But uh, favorite characters, I definitely 100 yeah. percent have some favorite characters here. Besides all, of, pretty much all the characters are pretty great, but there's two of them that stand out for me. And I don't know if one of them you can count as a character, but like
0: Eegle and Vigilante. It, is that what you're talking about? Two, <laughs> we never are, even talked about that. And you already know what I'm thinking. The two yes, names, Eegle and Vigilante,
1: are, like, are fantastic. Ten out of ten characters for <laughs> sure. Anytime Vigilante is on there, there's one joke he makes. I I don't know. It must be in episode one or two where it just like sold me on it. Where Peacemaker was, Peacemaker was talking to him, and he's like, "Do you think I want to kill somebody after they do graffiti?" I was like, like, <laughs> this, that, like he's he's just a psychopath, insane person."
0: He's absolutely That's absolutely like, like if,
1: if you do anything wrong, he kills you. There's like it's not like a mi- you do a minor parking job wrong, this dude will show up and just kill you. <laughs> yeah. You
0: smoke weed? He's like three three years ago, I would have killed you both for this. <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> vigilante is insane and i'm glad i'm super glad because i thought for sure before we even knew what the ending of the show was i thought they were going to kill him i th- i really thought they were going to kill him oh, because mean, th- it, nobody yeah. really felt safe in this show i felt like anybody could have died oh it
0: seemed like anyone could have died and like they and they were they could have like i, I mean Especially the last episode, I, it was giving me Serenity vibes. where like, it looked like everyone was going to die. Yeah, that's what it did was, look oh. like. That
1: it did look like that. But I, am I? Are you on? The, I guess the same wavelength as me when I'm saying, you know, Vigilante and Eagly are probably the best characters slash yeah. not a character in the show. Yeah, not to say that all the characters are. Pretty cool. I mean, it, not to take away from John Cena's performances either. Like he's also fantastic. John Cena. Here as well.
0: like, I I would never have pegged him as as a decent actor, and he
1: he. Yeah. Well, he has his he has his moments.
0: He's he, not like the greatest actor. He definitely like. No, com- yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I didn't. I didn't think he was going to be like Orson Welles, but I'm just saying like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm just saying, like he's got way more range than I would have thought.
1: He, oh, he for had, sure,
0: you know, like it's 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 really good, especially like, whenever he's crying over eagerly. At, at, at one point, like it's he's definitely got more range than I would have thought. You know, for for a guy, maybe maybe the yeah. James Gunn's good directing because I mean, a good director can make a bad actor act good, but a bad director can make good actors act bad. So <laughs> my my
1: words <laughs> of well, wisdom
0: ca- case in point George Lucas directing the prequels. Natalie Portman, you know, Ewan McGregor, uh Liam Neeson all like A caliber actors. Their acting is pitiful in the prequels. And then you go to like uh Chronicles of Riddick where I don't think Vin Diesel is that good of an actor, but I don't know who directed that one, but dang, that like he—they got some good performances out of Vin Diesel in uh, Chronicles of Riddick. So that's what I'm saying. Like you know, that's so a sure. great, act- good director c- makes a big difference. And James Gunn directed most of these episodes, and he didn't use an annoying fisheye lens like <laughs> all the time that happened in uh, the Book of Boba Fett. So I mean, I know because James Gunn a is class.
1: a good director and writer. Man, James Gunn bandwagon right here. Find no look no further. So, there are, we should talk about the the cast of characters, the the pseudo suicide squad that they kind of have going on. We got peacemaker. <laughs> I mean, got, they they do call
0: it Task Force X at the end.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, but they're, they're not really off of Task, task they, Force X. Uh, who, who knows? Who knows? We got to wait for season two, which happily is greenlit. God knows when it's going to come out, though, because James Gunn generally only works on one thing at a time, and he's booked until like the end of twenty twenty three. So we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know when we'll get it, but I'm looking forward to it either way. There is Amanda Waller's daughter, who, who I can't think from, of the name.
0: I, I can I watched this whole season twice, and her name escapes me. Her name is just like symbols. I don't. They don't really. They <laughs> I mean, don't really talk like, about it. <laughs> Oh, they, they say her name a lot. It's just a word that just doesn't register a- a- on me, and I. That. <laughs> it
1: doesn't. It doesn't compute.
0: It does not compute. It's it's a name I've not never heard before, and so it just goes. And it, I don't have anything to relate it to. Like usually with names, it's like oh, I've met a Brian before. Oh, I've met it like regular names. Like, n- names I hear more often. Like you know, you associate it with something, so you've got something to latch onto it, even if it's a new person you've never met. To me, she's the orange is the new black girl. That's what I know her from. And she's super recognizable. I, I, I love her. She was, a, she was a great character. She was a lot of fun in this show. I feel bad that I don't remember her name.
1: But well, now she was, she that we, we're, we're establishing who she is. Here's my, here's my first nitpick. Amanda Waller's daughter. Amanda Waller's daughter. I have a nitpick here.
0: Yeah.
1: Amanda Waller says in episode one that she's very gifted. I waited the entire season for her to show that she's very gifted and it never really happened. Hey, she became Human Torpedo. That's not, that's what you would call That's what Amanda Waller was referring to at that, the end. We should preface what, the, she what is, Human Torpedo means.
0: She is very what does Human strong, Torpedo mean? She has very strong bones. She, she withstood two Human Torpedo
1: attacks. Okay. All right. First 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 off, that's not very gifted in my mind. She's that was kind of like stupid that would have been stupid because peacemaker said exactly what that what we're talking about is peacemaker's helmet. If He's you've got, seen the Suicide Squad, you know what it looks like. Things. Yeah, they all do different things. Some of them do some gravity stuff, one of them, you know, does a supersonic blast or whatever. Sonic Another cool. one does a turns a human into like literally a torpedo. <laughs> uh one's one x-ray vision. Purse. Yeah. So he has a bunch of helmets. How did he get these helmets? Well, his father is, I guess, Iron Man. (laughs) He's Nazi Iron Man. I mean,
0: it it makes sense because I mean, he's got like he makes all this tech, and he has like this white dragon Nazi. uh, He's like KKK
1: outfit. He's like a KKK superhero
0: villain thing. Yeah, that has the
1: same type of powers as what Iron Man has,
0: basically. Yeah, I don't
1: since it is DC. I don't know about right, at least right now, but I feel like at just because DC characters are generally stronger than Marvel characters, he's probably in the comics. I don't know anything about the comics, and I could be completely wrong. Side note, he's probably stronger than Iron Man. That's my guess. I think he's probably stronger than Iron Man in some type of iteration in the comics. Considering what the helmets can do,
0: I I mean, yeah,
1: yeah that this, that's what I'm basing it off of. He like. Those helmets are really powerful. He might be smarter than
0: he might be smarter than Iron Man, although. They're all different helmets for different things. So he can't build them all into all into one, no all-in-one helmet. I I wonder no, like, if he's going to be able to like get new helmets
1: going forward. I don't know. We'll have to wait and find out. But yeah, his dad is like some super genius that builds things, I guess, and he li- he works in like a quantum realm with that inside his house that's like the size of like a planet inside his house yeah. closet. I don't know. It's just, it's I don't know what's a- going on there. They didn't explain it. It's a it's a, but, it's a it's a it's a quantum bubble outside of normal space time.
0: If, yeah, like <laughs> if it walks like a duck, if it walks like a what does that even mean? Is, no one could be a duck. That doesn't make any sense.
1: You'll have to watch a show to get that one. Yeah. To get that, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that. But that was that was my problem with her is that you know she's Amanda Waller, who's I guess this, as we were saying last night, uh, she is probably uh, lawful evil is what I'd give her, lawful evil, for Amanda Waller. But, uh... I don't know, I I don't know, we were talking alignments,
0: I didn't give Amanda Waller an alignment, I don't know, I think she's like... We didn't talk about Amanda
1: Waller, I'm just saying back to our alignments
0: talk. I don't know, I I think she's chaotic evil, because she she doesn't care about the law, because she told him to stand down from the starfish, so she was fine with, like, evil happening.
1: Yeah, so she's somewhere in the evil. I don't know if she's well Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's No, maybe there's she's definitely ne- maybe she's neutral evil. Neutral evil. She could be neutral evil. She could be neutral evil for sure. She but she's on the border still, of
0: lawful because she because she is like kind of on the law cuz she's using them to do good things, but also she's kind of just straight up evil. Like I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Ah, Amanda Waller straddles a couple alignment signs.
1: There's uh or so that, that was one beautiful. of my, what's one of my nitpicks is that she, Amanda Waller says her daughter's very gifted and she does not prove that she's very gifted in anything, whether that be brains or brawn. Another character is Dyebeard. what did you think of Dyebeard, Dave? Dyebeard, Dyebeard very, very, is love, in in I, the suicide I
0: squad. It. I love, yeah, he was, in, he was in the, he was in the suicide squad. He was like and, the IT guy. Yeah. And he, uh, he's the IT guy in this. He frames a peacemaker's father. Uh, he, uh, likes hair metal, which, which, when, which is what, uh, starts bringing him over to, uh, Peacemaker enjoying
1: his company. Oh, wait, hold on. We got, we got to go back a little bit since you said that the opening for Peacemaker. I'm surprised. Potentially. I'm surprised either. I don't know how it slipped our mind. I think this might be one of my favorite openings in any TV series ever. I never skipped it ever. I watched Neither it every
0: single time and I watched the entire series twice.
1: You watch it every time. That's the requirement. It's, That's a rule. It's
0: so good. It's so, at first I was like, "What the hell is this?" And but it is just so
1: catchy. It is catchy. The songs. It, well, it all goes back again to Mr. James Gunn. He 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 puts good songs into his stuff. He always has like
0: the and the music and Peacemakers great. Like whenever they start listening to music when they go on the road to do yep.
1: like their 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 missions and stuff, it's just great. And the, the banter. It's a James Gunn special. If you see anything with James Gunn, just assume it's gonna. There's gonna be good music in it. Yeah. So you know, back back to Die He is just kind of around. He's a cool character. He's not super into it, or he's not a super major character. But it's nice to have him around. Nice to have him around for sure.
0: I, lo- I love Die and he he kills the he kills the the bear with a chainsaw, or was it a bear? The gorilla, the gorilla, gorilla with a chainsaw. Oh, yeah, it's a gorilla. It's a, it's a big, big monster.
1: Okay, hold on. You just we just jumped way far ahead to like how they even get into that situation. But uh, so I guess we'll with that we'll move on to Marn, who is kind of like the leader of their little little group. Who who doesn't a,
0: who doesn't express any any emotions and like gets a gets annoyed whenever.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is like the on. leader of their group. What do you think of Mern? And then we'll get into what Mern really is.
0: Well, uh, he was the only character I didn't super love. Like he, he he didn't seem that. I mean, he was more like just interesting. You know what I mean? Like the fact that yes. he had he had no emotions and was talking talking about it, and then and then the fact that we kind of learn why he uh mm-hmm. he starts uh, he's, he's he's a person that's starting to express these emotions uh yes. because he's uh because of what happened to him. So i mean like he was interesting. I didn't love him as a character, but he wasn't bad. Like he, he was just kind of he was there. He was like a necessary character to have in the show for the show to work. But i mean so, he he was probably like I guess my least favorite character. But least favorite character. But
1: I don't know. Like it wasn't like I don't know. All right. I, I he didn't do anything okay. for me. I, I didn't. We're hate breaking him. down your psychology. We're breaking it down. We're breaking it down. We're gonna figure it out. But anyway, Murn's character. What did you think of him? Is uh, he's not alive technically. Murn is the the character that we see on screen is not alive anymore. He is dead. Merne is dead because the whole plot of the show is. Um, it's an I alien guess invasion story. We're just super uh, gonna spoil. Things now with it within this, the next five minutes you'll be the entire you'll be spoiled of the entire this, show this is sy <laughs> we spoil
0: everything here that's that's like our that's our jobs so if, if, if don't, don't. so
1: leave it forever hold your peace <laughs> yeah pretty much it's an alien invasion show they're butterflies as they call them in the show that will kill a human through going in their mouths and taking over their bodies for turning planet Earth into something that's not being destroyed by you know governments and companies and you know all the bad things that we all know about in our day to day lives So basically the that,
0: butterflies escaped from their planet because their planet was basically dying because of like all this the stuff. same stuff our planet is dying <laughs> our uh, so, so they came here because it was it was still sustaining life but then they figured out we're doing the same thing that they did to their planet they're trying to, yes. to stop it so they're they're kind of good but to take over humans they basically have to kill them because they Borrow into their have brains. To, yeah, they have yeah. to kill them.
1: So really, with them saving the planet that we live on, humans can no longer be here, which is not really a good thing. That's kind of like this is kind of like I guess our planet, but that's what the plot of the show is. And Myrn is one of these people, which uh, he he doesn't make it to the end, man. He doesn't he doesn't make it to to live into season two. He, he gets stripped, Yeah. So he, he, so, gets... he so
0: he dies. <laughs> So he dies to become a butterfly. When he has a butterfly in him, that's when he kind of starts expressing emotions. Then he gets gunned down in the second to last episode, and then the butterfly comes out, and then they kill his butterfly.
1: And he's killed (laughs) by a bunch of other butterflies. Yes. This is the saddest bug death I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) When they have uh, Agent Amelia... Or whatever, I think it's something like that. Amelia, I think, is her her name. She is in the cast, the the like little task force group. She's the girl of the group, I guess. She's pretty cool. We didn't talk about her yet. She's just an agent, I guess, that does agent stuff. Uh, she's holding Myrn, the alien, in her hand, and Myrn like holds up his little like. I don't know what, like pincer thing, because he's like kind of like a praying mantis Mm. and they like touch each other and then it dies. It was a sad bug death. I did not cry, but I was
0: sad. (laughs) You were sad. I mean, I mean, it it was, it was a powerful scene. Like, I mean, even though he wasn't like my favorite character or anything, it was still a powerful scene. Like it was like, I didn't dislike anyone in the show, really. It's just, he didn't stand out other than being, you
1: know, uh, an alien among, among them. Sure, sure. That makes sense. So, a little bit about uh the police force. Uh there's a a wacky a wacky policeman that uh kind of is on peacemaker's side but like becomes well, he, not on peacemaker's side. Well, he's
0: Myrne's friend.
1: Yes, he's Myrne's friend. He's
0: Mern's friend. He infiltrates the police department to like keep peacemaker's father in jail.
1: Yes. But exactly,
0: Peacemaker's father being in jail is one. Of, has one of the best scenes in the entire show, where um, Amanda Waller's daughter is like, uh, he's ta- she's talking to vigilante, and he's out of costume, and he's like, oh, I'm not Vigilante, I j- I just sound like vigilante, I guess, <laughs> according to you. And so she is asking him, like, she's basically suggesting that Peacemaker's father should die. So he goes into the back of this very his, easily manipulated. Jail, and he's very easily, yeah, he's very easily manipulated. Maybe that's what makes makes her special. She's good at manipulation, and Amanda Waller likes that about her.
1: I it could be, but Maybe. I mean, she didn't really try that hard. Vigilante's <laughs> just kind of he kind of just was like, yeah, somebody to kill. I'm in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's done something bad. I'm in. He, he goes into the back where, like, all the policemen are having lunch or whatever outside. Grabs the nearest trash can. Like, no one stops him. Asks him what he's doing. And then, as soon as he throws the trash can at the the window, they all arrest him. He gets put in jail. And then he walks up to Peacemaker's father, who's surrounded by a bunch of other white supremacists, KKK, Nazi people, and he just like it's like hey what's your favorite what's your favorite black contribution to you know american society and he like goes off on them calls they calls them a bunch of like awful things and so they get mad at him and like he just kicks like they attack him so he just self-defends himself and
1: he's also and a beast like down. it's yeah, not it's, like he's just talking a bunch of garbage and he's not like and he can't back it up he's He's not like somebody you want to mess with. He's like kind of powerful, like <laughs> he is a for like fighter. as far as just a normal human goes. He is not a weak guy.
0: Yeah, he's a. Really he looks good like
1: guy. a weak guy, but he's a martial artist. He can shoot shoot guns. Like and his pinky he's... toes half cut
0: off at this point because of yes, golf. his
1: pinky toes is half cut off. And but I did like the police captain. I thought he was kind of like scary and weird, or what? I don't know what you what what else you'd call him, but he he was interesting. I liked like nothing is
0: scarier and weirder as when the butterfly takes him and everyone else over. That scene was kind of terrifying. And when awesome they're walking through the, the music. police station, and they're all smiling. Like his smile is probably the most terrifying thing. And
1: <laughs> it reminded me of Pennywise from It.
0: It was Pennywise I the clown. Like all of their smiles were just haunting.
1: Well, it's like they were trying to figure out how to smile because they're. Newly taken over by the butterflies. Yeah. yeah, they they they
0: mention that like every every smile is different when they take over a different human. It's yes, so good. so good. We also haven't talked about Judo Master yet. A Judo, Judo Master. Master was Goff's bodyguard. He's a human, but he understands the agenda of the the butterflies,
1: and he's and, on board.
0: And he's on board with with uh, you know helping out the butterflies. And he is like a. Four foot nothing, judo uh, master. Judo <laughs> <laughs> master, yes. Who loves eating flaming hot cheetos or whatever those were?
1: He also it will is... not give up. He is. Uh, he is like, it's just like no matter what you do to him, he's gonna keep going. Even though he's just a normal dude, like you hit him in the head with a crowbar. Do anything you want with him. He's still making it. He's making it out of this, and he's going to continue on. He keeps going and going. Nothing
0: outlasts the Judo Master battery.
1: He's in the last episode. I think that's the closing scene is Judo Master. Isn't that the the closing scene after everything's said and done? He kind of shows up into the battlefield of the end. The end of the battle. Oh, he just walks over Just standing there. Yeah, Yeah. Trying to figure out what's going on. So... This towards brings us towards the end when uh, Peacemaker, uh, they're they're running through the um the forest at the at the end they're on the run because now all the police people are taking over, and his dad has escaped from jail and he brings his KKK people to try to kill his son because the only reason Peacemaker's father is in jail is because he got framed by. Kind of Di his Beard. son by Proxy. By Dyebeard. Yeah, by Dyebeard. Di
0: because Diebeard so, wouldn't
1: put Ariana Grande in the jail. Exactly. That's, a, that's a long joke world. that you're going to have to watch to get into to understand that one. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they are starting it. They just drive. They run through a forest. The KKK people and his father... This is where we find out that uh, Peacemaker's father is like essentially Iron Man. They run and they eventually get caught some something happens they eventually meet up and peacemaker has a, a difficult time here because he has to make a tough a tough choice to kill his father or not to kill his father because why peacemaker is who he is is because peacemaker killed his uh brother when he was a child and i guess that kind of spiraled him down to be this crazy insane person Mm-hmm. And the person who'd caused that was his father. And I guess he wants revenge. Just doesn't want him around anymore. I don't know. So after he kills his father, because he makes that choice kind of haunts him for the rest of the show.
0: Yeah. sees visions of his father and the, basically they're trying to kill the cow. So the butterflies can't eat human food. They need their own little honey nectar stuff. And they have a cow. They milk and they're in trouble. They call in the justice league. <laughs>
1: yeah this is one of the closest
0: scenes in the in the first episode there was a joke which uh was the the diebeard joke uh i came from the first episode but also was that aquaman Aquaman likes to fornicate with fish but that came up early early on in in the series and they they mentioned bringing in the justice league they take down the cow half the team looks like they're gonna die and then the justice league shows
1: up once everything has been done the, yes, the Justice League do have a cameo in this, specifically the Flash, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman, and Superman. No, I don't no, think no, Batman was no, there. No Batman. Because, no Batman. Like, I, I
0: guess they're not sure for which Batman it's going to be. Since
1: That was a choice that was made. They chose not to put him there for whatever reason. They did make that choice. And the only two that talk is Ezra Miller, who's the Flash, and Jason Momoa, who's Aquaman. Yeah, the other two, I S- guess, Superman, just, are
0: in, Superman and, and and Wonder Woman are in shadow. Yeah, uh, they don't the actually time. show
1: you. I know there are some contract problems with Henry Cavill and Superman, but it looks like they were using Henry Cavill's Superman, and uh, I guess Gal Gadot just wasn't available for her Wonder Woman cameo. I, I don't know what happened there, but
0: I know, I'm sure it was really hard just to get Jace Momoa and, and uh Ezra. So the, yeah. the fact that they got him at all what was that so, like. Well, their they schedules up-
1: probably also aren't as jam packed as like Henry Cavill or Gail Gadot. They yeah. They're in a lot more stuff than yeah. those two. But Especially Ezra Miller. I think he's only in like two things. He's in like the Harry Potter movies and this. Yeah. Oh, well, then so like they bring up the fornicating fish thing to Aquaman.
0: And he's like, F you, I don't do that. And, then, and Ezra Miller's like, yeah, you do. <laughs>
1: It pays off, man. <laughs> it pays the whole show,
0: off. everything pays off. The dye beard thing also pays off because he pretends like he's taken over by a butterfly. And one of the butterflies asks him, Why did you do that to your beard? And, he's, and he goes through this heartbreaking story about how he's underpaid, and he was hoping dyeing his beard would make him look more handsome by making him look younger, but he, he didn't have time or the money to dye the roots, and he also bought the, the cheapest hair color because he's underpaid. Like, it's just, like, a really heartbreaking story. And he just he just wants to be attractive and, like, wants to find a girlfriend, but, like, he's, he's lazy and overworked and doesn't have the time. And so the dye beard joke pays off. It's just absolutely great. It's just, like, I love set up and pay off
1: this is how everything that was set TV up in this show pretty much paid off anything that was set up does have a concrete conclusion to what happens Oh, so good so good I, I love
0: I love good payoff
1: also talking about the cow for a second now when they I don't know I guess I missed this when I was watching it when they said cow I assumed it was just going to be a cow that a butterfly took over that is not the case at all oh, the I, cow I, is I, 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 a, like what did you think am i i'm crazy right
0: well they said they took it from their planet so i didn't i didn't expect it to look like a okay cow. all right i
1: missed that i missed i missed that but yeah the cow is like a giant like it's not small it's like a, giant, a big a big floating blob. caterpillar thing with
0: like a baby eye big baby eyes and a baby like face it's yes.
1: kind of horrifying it reminds then, me of the baby from Resident Evil uh, Village. If anybody's played that, oh yeah. So yeah. if you played it, you know what it looks like. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. But and, yeah, it was, and it was just constantly being milked for for its juice juices, yeah. so the butterflies can eat, so they don't all die off. And uh,
0: that's Amanda Waller's daughter has the uh, the human torpedo hat on, and. Well, Goff. Yeah. Well, well, the uh, the butterfly. So John C- John's uh, uh, Peacemaker had a kept a butterfly after killing one after killing a host once, and it was named Goff, and it eventually uh, takes over one of these uh, policemen. So yes. the policeman's like, "I'm Goff." Like, I I, I you know I I. I so he's, she's explaining the whole thing that we already explained about the alien's planet trying to like you know make Earth a better place, and uh, you know. He sees Amanda Waller's daughter like wake up after her first human torpedo experiment. So he turns he turns on the helmets again, and she torpedoes through the cow. <laughs> it
1: was great. It's a pretty cool scene. Great scene. It's a pretty oh, cool scene.
0: So good. It's all great. Very okay. gory. And and then at the very end, she goes out out and exposes Task Force X. So and that that totally changed. like will they make another suicide squad can they make another suicide squad how will the next season play out now that task force Ask x has been exposed to the world like that's kind of groundbreaking for, for the dceu for the DCEU. like wh- wh- how is that going to change the future i mean that, that's got ramifications for sure i mean i would
1: imagine i uh, it probably it will i'm just i'm upset there's not more and i'm upset that like there we don't know what's going to happen now. James Gunn is being pulled in all different directions because he essentially works for Marvel and DC making stuff because he's so good at what he does. Well, he's got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 Guardians of the Galaxy
0: Holiday Special.
1: Yeah. Those are the two things he's working on now. And then he will work on Peacemaker, which unfortunately isn't going to be for quite a while. So we're not, we're not going to find out what those ramifications are. And I don't think we'll get a Suicide Squad movie before we get Peacemaker Season 2 because who's going to do it? I don't know who's gonna do. I don't know who would do it, or who DC, I guess, at this point would hopefully trust I don't to do what it. Know what DC is even doing? Because I'm
0: gonna go yeah. see the Batman tonight and see how see how that goes. I mean, I know it's not really connected, and I've read interviews from the director saying he doesn't really want to connect it to the DCEU yet. I'm just like, why? Like,
1: why? he also might not have that choice. He might just be saying that it's not going to be up to him if DC wants to make Batman into DCEU that they're making. It's not his. It's not the, it's not the, the Joker's director's choice. The Joker with the Joaquin Phoenix wasn't a part of it either. I, no, it's like its own thing. But DC could pull these characters into their grand scheme of things if they wanted to. It's the the director doesn't own Batman. I'm assuming Flashpoint will will hopefully. Answer I think that's the, it's, I think that's what's going to happen. Questions
0: of what were what's happening with the future of the DCEU? Because I mean, it seemed like they were killing off the DCEU because they don't want the Snyderverse and they don't want you know all this stuff. in but Peacemaker kind of brought it back to the forefront by having you know Ezra, you know, Jason Momoa show up as the Flash and Aquaman
1: yeah Seems or maybe they're only going to keep uh, those two and then the rest only of- because those two for sure Aquaman because we know there's an Aquaman 2 in the works and we know Flashpoint is coming for the other ones we don't know I guess they don't know what they're doing with Batman so they didn't even include him because there's the Ben Affleck Batman. Now there's uh Taylor, uh, not Taylor Lautner, uh Robert Panson's Batman, and Henry Cavill's having some uh problems with his contract, and they don't know if they want him for to be Superman anymore. So I guess for those are the only two that are confirmed to continue on in the DCEU for sure. Yeah, and that might have been why they, they did just it. Move it to a different universe or whatever, and then that's why Batman and Superman are different.
0: Yeah. Wonder Woman, whatever they could do whatever yeah. they want. Doing their own multiverse
1: thing soon. Well, once you include Flashpoint, or I, you know, maybe Which Flashpoint will pay off. Or...
0: We, we talked about Flashpoint like just before the podcast, like, years ago at our at our old place of employment, and we were like, "Why are they doing Flashpoint?" And it's been years and years already. And years. Yeah, already, and it's been years and years and years and years since since that that time, and now it's like, okay, now makes Flashpoint sense. makes sense because they have to like fix all those all these weird issues that they're doing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure when we were saying Flashpoint staying, came out 2 years, uh, 2 or 3 years ago before it, it wouldn't work. It would it, it wouldn't make any sense. But now that there's all these contract issues, yeah. Flashpoint
1: is going to be there hopefully to solve those issues. Yeah, hopefully big cuz DC doesn't have the greatest track record. But yeah, we did say a few a few years ago that Flashpoint was probably a bad idea since they didn't have any Justice League characters really established yet before it got announced. I mean, and now that they've made this big play. mess, yeah. Flashpoint can fix it. Yeah, hopefully,
0: hopefully. That's a lot. That's a lot of pressure to
1: put on one movie, but we'll have to see. Yeah, well, if anybody can do it, the Flash can, because the Flash is the greatest superhero of all time.
0: Speed fixes everything.
1: Mic drop.
0: Anyway, that that was Peacemaker. Go watch. Yeah,
1: David, would you you recommend it? I'm assuming.
0: Yes, go go watch. I I recommend it it as
1: well. Get HBO Max. I don't know. There's probably a 14 day trial. It seems like most things have that. <laughs> go on YouTube and watch the uh, the
0: intro and loop. It's great. It's fantastic. It's
1: oh yeah, do that too. Actually, just watch if if you like the intro, There's go on YouTube, Eagly. watch intro. If you like it,
0: watch watch Peacemaker.
1: There is an Eagly
0: compilation where they cut all the scenes with Eagly together uh, on YouTube. You can just watch. Oh
1: wait, we let's we gotta talk about Eagly real quick. Oh yeah, Eagly, Eagly. is Peacemaker's and pet eagle. bald eagle. And it's fantastic because it acts like a like a dog would. It's like Eagly, go do this. Except, <laughs> except
0: for dropping off the helmet, it didn't. It didn't do that one, but it, otherwise, no, it didn't do that.
1: Uh, it's uh, also a beast. like it will like if you say, Eagly, go kill this person. Yeah,
0: he oh, like really? was taking people's eyes out. Like it was, is, it was brutal. No Eagly, joke.
1: Eagly's, Eagly's, you don't want to mess with Egly. Egly's fight scenes were brutal. Yeah,
0: and. Well now
1: that you know about Eagly, I think we've we've covered just about everything peacemaker has to cover.
0: Yeah, we talked about Eagly early on that we kind of like forgot about him.
1: Yeah, and yeah, we're we're circling back. Hold oh, yeah, yeah, I mean the, it, it's a good show. Like it's for one time we're giving a high recommendation. Even though well there are definitely things we should recommend like definitely watch Spider-Man and all that. But like this one? We didn't hate Spider. It's just it's just the weird question of where it where it fits in, and what they're
0: doing. You know, of course, we think they're just writing him out, like what Jeff was saying. But yeah, it was still very good. Un- Go it's watch still it. Unclear. It's still clear. It's good. Watch it. It's yeah. very entertaining. Like the Daredevil uh, cameos, one
1: of the highlights. Fantastic. The but this this show is like this is this is one going to this without finishing the year. This is going to probably be top three top three best shows of the year for me, because I, I know the boys is coming out, and I'm sure there's other stuff I can't think of. Potentially, the Lord of the Rings show could be up there for me. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. So I'm a huge Lord of the Rings goes. fan,
0: too, but look what they did to Wheel of Time.
1: Yeah, I know, so I don't have my hopes up for that, but Lord of the Rings does have things I like in it. <laughs> so we'll see, but yeah, this is definitely going to be and anybody who watches it, probably top favorite shows of 2022, Absolutely. and you definitely. should watch it. Go do it. Yes. So I guess I guess we've we've reached the end. Uh, as always, uh, email David at synthaholics at yahoo
0: <laughs> All right, you can go ahead and do that. Thanks everyone for listening. Hope you guys had a good time, and uh, long live Eagly.